Welcome to Ulster Moog Show's new three-part podcast series, Sustainable Packaging Solutions. Throughout this series, we are really going to go through a discovery process of cutting-edge and specialty innovations with our team as they are developing more sustainable solutions for packaging in the marketplace. I'm Addie Teeters with Ulster Moog Show, and I'm here today with two of our team members who are really focused on e-commerce developments right now, Zach Limekuller and Dana DeCuster. Welcome, guys. Thanks, Thank Addie. Yeah, it's great to be here. So, Zach, just last year, we launched a full breadth of e-commerce solutions, which we have branded as purposeful e-commerce packaging papers. And what are the different packaging solutions that are really covered under this product brand? Well, I think there's there's a huge variety of applications that just go into e-commerce packaging as a, as a whole, whether it be primary or secondary packaging, and the diversity of what's there and what can be included. Um, really is is it's, it's super broad. So for us, it's looking at any of those solutions, anything we can do to to solve that problem around replacing what's there today with a more sustainable solution. And Dana, in our e-commerce category, how do these base papers that we manufacture how how do they all impart differently to create that end use package? Yeah, really, the the specialty packaging products can be be designed with a variety of functionality imparted into the papers. It could include anything from a variety of different resistance type features, such as water resistance, scuff resistance, even thermal insulation. Our papers can help. um, It can all be built into the design, as well as really unique properties, such as transparency and even colors that retailers and brands in particular, it will be of high interest to them. And it's all specialty, right? It's all, all specialty. Yep, all value added. We want to work with, with in individuals and customers to really meet their needs without over-engineering. And we can even provide specialty papers that offer an attribute such as heat sealing. Oh, absolutely. We've done a ton of work in the heat seal space today. It Our heat seal technology can really be applied um, and add that final bit of functionality to our specialty papers so that I can still remain really a truly uh, fiber-based package that's more sustainable, has less of an impact, and really that positive end-of-life story. We've done a lot of work on our crystal transparent papers with heat seal. And in the e-commerce market, how do we make all of this wide array of base papers work for end users or brand owners, Zach? Well, and, and we, we have a pretty big supply chain to deal with in, in this space. So we work with our converting partners uh, first and foremost. We, we really try to make sure that the product is offering everything that it needs to. So there's functional requirements, but then we get down into things as simple as what kind of equipment does it need to run on? How does it how is it printed? Making sure that as much of that brand experience that there is today, that we continue that into the product going forward. So as consumers, when we have that e-commerce package delivered to us, I know I have it delivered to my home quite frequently. Um, we really, as we're, as we're unboxing, we should start asking some really critical questions about what is in there and can I recycle this? Can I compost this? Should this get landfilled? Is it going to decompose in a landfill? It can be so complex for consumers. And Zach, how do we make this more simple? Yeah, and I think that's that's really uh, what we what we're trying to do. In that we're trying to make something that, regardless of what you ordered, regardless of what you're you're getting delivered to your house, it is all can go in the recycling bin. Mm-hmm. It, there's no guesswork. There's no thoughts. Um, we just make it very simple. So the the value of the specialty paper applications that we bring and how that that relates to the application actually brings that to those solutions. So it just makes it simple. Paper is generally, uh, you know, 
recyclable and we try to make sure everything we're doing is to maintain that through through the supply chain. Well, and to that point, Zach, I think we've done a lot of work even internally and with some external partners to help ease that transition and, and really make it visible to not only our, our customers, but down channel. We've done a lot of certifications and work with recyclability partners, such as you know Western Michigan. Some of our, our crystal transparent papers and heat sealable papers have been certified repubable, recyclable. Um, we've also worked with industry associations like How to Recycle to have our label on products and just, again, facilitate that ease of transition from a non-renewable substrate to a renewable substrate and just that. You know, when consumers get their material or their product in, in in the mail or at a store, they have that stamp of approval to understand I can easily recycle this content. And the package is still going to be protected. I think mm-hmm. we need to bust that myth a bit, right? That yes. um, paper can protect either at or sometimes even exceeding different limitations based on the kind of properties that we're putting in, right, yeah. Zach? And I think what that's that's really where the specialty part of our industry comes in yes. and that we, we build functionality into the product. So we understand there's a brand image part of it, there's printability, there's all the things, but the basic functionality is protecting the protecting the package, making sure it delivers in, in good shape, making sure it stays cold, making sure it stays warm, whatever those requirements are, we build that in. So mm-hmm. yeah, there's times when there's trade-offs. There's also times when it is a drop-in solution and, and almost transparent to the consumer that it just becomes a renewable solution now. Yep. And businesses all over the world are establishing kind of their own metrics in terms of sustainability. And it's it's just becoming a normal way of operating. I know it is for us as a business. And therefore, making considerations of packaging changes seem like a really achievable way for a brand owner or a packaging provider to achieve these multiple sustainability goals. Mm-hmm. And Dana, how do how can we help them with that? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm thrilled to see the movement that we're seeing in the marketplace with these retailers and brands making these bold sustainability initiatives and and targets, many of them by 2025. So I'm thrilled to see it. I'm even more excited that it gives a unique opportunity for us to connect further down channel that we may have historically in the past to help, again, everything that Zach was saying about imparted functionality into our specialty papers. How can we help support these goals by getting with our customers, working down channel to understand exactly what is it that they need and how can we support with a renewable source, right? I think it's so critical to just take a step back and it's important to note that Ulster Munchto, we, we use fiber from responsible and legal sources and all of our purpose-filled products qualify for chain of custody, forestry, forestry credits and certification. Um, the ultimate goal of these, these packaging papers is really to offer that alternative packaging option to a non-renewable substrate today. So I guess the takeaway is we want to be involved in the discussions and help influence some of those packaging changes. And we want to be involved in not only the discussions, but the innovation. Exactly. So, I mean, the collaborative innovation is key in order for us to achieve that truly sustainable package that has all of the attributes that you want. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's that's the, the biggest ask we have mm-hmm. every every time that we're, we're working through any of the applications, any of the innovation cycles that we get into is is open those doors to collaboration, really, really make sure, one, we understand what you're trying to do, not only from a functionality standpoint, but from a brand communication standpoint, let us explain what's possible, because I think that's a place where we we can, to your point, bust a lot of those myths that paper can do a lot of things that people would not normally associate with with something like paper so and and to the fiber point there's Mm -hmm. lots of opportunities there's lots of options that we can employ and use that knowledge as a global especially fiber producer and supplier that we can Mm -hmm. pull that in um, globally to to any one of our you know 
geographies we participate in or, or brands that are global. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So really, I think that there's a couple headlines here. There's a couple call to actions. It's first to the consumers. As consumers, it's all of our responsibility to make sure we're asking the questions, make sure we're challenging the places where we shop and where we do business with to make sure they're making sustainable choices. Mm-hmm. But also um, the call to action is to the marketplace. If you have that challenge, bring it to us. Right, Dana? Absolutely. Yep. And consumers are very savvy. They, they have resources at their disposal to understand what is renewable? What is non-renewable? And let us let us work together with you to help develop a, a fiber-based solution for the industry. Well, Dana and Zach, this has been just an incredibly relevant discussion on both the topic of e-commerce solutions and sustainable packaging. So thank you very much for your valuable insight today. And to our listeners, please try to dig in more and unpack more information from Alstra Mook Show and our all of our technical solutions. Please visit www.alstrom-moonkshow.com to learn more.